Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am grateful for each and every one of you. And I am extra grateful for my guest today, uh, Marbeth. Oh, my goodness. We were connected. I think it was in August when we first chatted. And it was just, she's just phenomenal. You guys will just love her. And we're going to talk about, well, she's going to share how to joy our way to abundance. How does it get any better than that? So Marbeth is known as the joy to abundance strategist and the TV happiness coach. She's got a huge mission, which is to bring joy and happiness to millions. An empath and intuitive, Marbeth can accurately pinpoint the issues preventing you from living the magical, possibility-filled life you richly deserve. Her powerful system facilitates magic and miracles empowering her clients to release their resistance to success quickly and easily. She can teach you how to use your body wisdom, extrasensory abilities, and the quantum field to create your new realities. She's the author of The Joy Strategy, 31 Days to Health, Wealth, and Happiness. She's also the host of The Great Metamorphosis on the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Her inspiring work has been featured on several television networks, including Fox, NBC, CBS, and WEYW, 19 Key West. Marbeth Dunn has inspired thousands around the world through her mentoring, coaching, writing, speaking classes, workshops, telecalls, group, and individual sessions. So thank you so much for joining us today, Marbeth. Woohoo! <laughs> it's so good to be here with you, Glenice. I'm excited. Oh, so am I. I've just been so looking forward to this. So tell us, what, what is your story, Marbeth? How did you become the joy to abundance strategist? I woke up under a cabbage leaf and here I was. <laughs> <laughs> I like that story. <laughs> yes, no, <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. <laughs> we all have our stories, and mine wasn't pretty. I was definitely in that state of being a victim for a large part of my life. I had terrible asthma, I had uh, a difficult marriage, and I felt very oppressed and victimized, and I didn't know that I had a way out. And about uh, 20 Seven years ago, I discovered A Course in Miracles, and my life began to shift because I realized that my thoughts had power. Who knew? (laughs) (laughs) And that I could take responsibility for my life instead of playing victim. Well, that's when things started to shift. And it has gotten better and better. And can it get better than this? I'm sure, but it's gotten a lot better than there. And I've become, uh, I've studied a lot after I uh, left my marriage. I became a Reiki master. I studied all different kinds of energy work, energy healing, and uh, empowerment training, uh, consciousness shifting modalities, and uh, even became a Kundalini yoga instructor. 
So I just, I love to learn just because it's so much fun. <laughs> and it, I just incorporate everything into, into, I guess, my own modality. And it's, uh, it's just a blend of just so many things that I've learned. And I guess the original base is still there, the Course in Miracles, because everything that I do kind of relates back to that. Um, but in, in uh, not in a religious way, but more in a spiritual way. And that's how I became the Joy to Abundance strategist. Wow. Wow. And I know just from talking to you again, I'm not sure when, when we chatted first, but, you know, it was just, it's just who you be. You know, you talk about different modalities, but really you've integrated in, from my point of view, into who you be. You you just, you just be that energy. <laughs> I love it. You know, when I think back at, at, you know, 25, 26 years ago and thinking, will I ever get through all this crap? <laughs> and, and to look back and just say, wow, I did it. <laughs> wow. And, you know, there's still, there's always going to be more stuff. You know, that's one of the, the blessings of being alive and growing. But it's just so wonderful to be here and sharing uh, everything that I've learned with other people. Wow. So how how do you help people who are feeling stuck? That's a very good question. I'm an empath, and which means that I feel in my body where people are, are holding their, their stuckness. Um, and it's it's been interesting the way this has developed because now I'm like a receptor computer. Uh, when I tap into uh, the, my client or the person that I'm working with, I can feel in my body, their body will, will give me an indicator of where they're holding some stuck energy. And so I will feel that and I'll make a note of it. And as an intuitive, I know where that's coming from, what it is, and I'll just make a note. For example, I'll feel a heaviness in my chest and I'll feel, oh, that's grief. Or I'll feel a... Um, sensation for chakra oh that's that's um, money or that's fear or that maybe something ancestral whatever it is their body will tell me as i write it down that indicator disappears and i'll feel another one and so after their body finishes then i ask them how would you like to proceed how would you like to release this so that's basically the way i work which is uh that's just sort of developed organically and being an empath is really a an amazing gift uh, for most of my life until probably about, you know, eight, ten years ago. I didn't realize that I was an empath. I thought there was something wrong with me. And, <laughs> and I, you know, when you're sensitive to other people's energy, it makes it difficult. It made it difficult for me to go to parties. Um, it made it difficult for me to go to gatherings because I didn't. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't. It's like it's like I was given a a beautiful Lamborghini sports car, and I didn't know how to drive it. I didn't. I didn't know what kind of fuel to use. I didn't know um, how to how to maintain it, and I didn't know how to drive it. <laughs> so, um, having learned um, through trial and error, and and um, and also you know different types of of educating, educating myself, um, I learned so much about this amazing gift, 
And to be able to use it to help other people has really been phenomenal. Wow. And, you know, I I certainly see that so much in, in the work that I do, too, where people are just constantly saying, what do I do with this? How do I, how do I work with this? How do I live with this? It feels a lot to people, like you say, like a disability until you, until you know what to do and, and how to handle it. How do you work with people with that? If they say they don't like going to the mall or they don't like going to parties, how, what are, what are some tips that you could give the listeners if they're sensitive also? One of the things that I used to do was to imagine myself in a disco ball. Now, in being in a disco ball, you can choose to allow in good vibrations and anything that's too overwhelming stays outside. So you're in a protected bubble and, and it reflects back what you don't want to um, allow in. And that is it's a really easy way to, to feel safe when you're going to a, a mall or, or a, uh, a bar and you can, you know, you're not going to be picking up other people's energy. Cool. Isn't that cool? <laughs> I really like that. I like a disco ball. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, you can, we're so amazing. And uh, we have these amazing um, imaginations. And when we start to intend and and use our imagination to help with the intention. For example, with the disco ball, we're powerful. We're powerful anyway. But that's just a you know just a way of of beginning to exercise your power. Wow! And and using our power in a way that's a contribution to us. Because I certainly see a lot of people and myself previously would use my power against me or other people are using it against them where they talk about, you know, how hard life is or how tough it is to make money or whatever it may be. And it's just like we're using that power, but we're using it against ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was listening, I was editing in, in um, a, an interview that I had done for my radio show today and we were talking, it was with Deborah Poneman. And we were talking about how powerful your words are. And they are. Our words are the vibration of the universe. And, of course, we are created in the image of our creator, which is not an old man sitting up in heaven. We are created in the image of spirit. And so we have this, this vast, limitless uh, expanse of who we are. And we're vibrational beings. So when we use our words uh, without thought and we start to to talk about all the things that I'm broke, I'm uh, a mess, I can't ever attract any, a good person, a good mate, all these things, we're creating that. So it's so important <laughs> to use the right words. Yeah. Wow. And speaking of words, what... What is joy, Marbeth, from your point of view? For me, joy is an outer expression of an inner bliss. It's, it's actually beyond happiness because it's really a state of being. It's a place where you've released so many of the veils that are covering that inner essence of who you are. This, um, the inner essence of who we are is love and joy. And that's the 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 glue that that is um, 
holding the whole everything together. It's all, everything is love and everything is joy. But we've covered it up with all these hurts and losses and and wounds and victimhood and and the more muck we have over it, it's really hard to even know that that's who we are. Wow. Wow, that is so beautifully put. And what about true wealth? What What is your your point of view about that? Well, I think that wealth is what is your highest value. So if your highest value is family and you're happy with your family, then you're wealthy. If your highest wealth value is your career and you're putting all your energy into your career and you're loving it, well, aren't you wealthy? So it, wealth is really up to the individual. You might think of it as being money, but you and I both know that money is only energy. I would say only energy. Energy is pretty amazing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but money is just energy. It's what we do with it that that um that we want you know that's the, that's the wealth that we want it's not you know maybe it's security if if your true wealth is security then you want to stock up maybe you know hundreds and thousands of dollars then then maybe that's your wealth but it's not really about the money right that's great you know i've never i've never heard it defined as that your highest value cuz often people will um project their highest value onto other people. You know, they'll say, well, if you've got a family, you're wealthy, whereas that person that might be their career, that's their highest value. So yeah, that, that's an that interesting is... observation. Yeah. Because that, that's true. You know, it's it's like one, one man, what <laughs> beauty's in the eye of the beholder, wealth is in the eye of the beholder. You know, maybe you love to travel, and money is very... Um, helpful you know, to help you travel <laughs> especially when you like to fly first class like i do marbeth <laughs> uh, i love to fly first class i don't always manifest that but i love to fly first class <laughs> yeah no i i do see a lot of a lot i'm sure i've done it to people where where we project that on if you well, if you've got this then you're wealthy and i mean people do that with money all the time right they'll see somebody with you know all these lamborghinis and all these houses and all of that but maybe that person who has all those things, their highest value is a family, and that's what they don't have. Right. That's true. So they have that emptiness, and and they're feeling lack, even though they have all this money, and they have the the Gucci clothes and and, uh, (laughs) all the trappings, but they don't have what what would make them feel wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that I just I love I just love that. Thank you. You've already given me a little epiphany here, Marbeth. Oh, good. Well, that, that just flowed right in. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> don't you love when that happens? <laughs> I, I, I I'm very well. Just like you, I, I like to kind of be in the moment and uh, and just see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is just. I'm just looking at all the ways to relate that. So, um, wow. Wow. You know, and, and so, so, so suppose that we just said, I am wealthy, you know, using those I am statements and saying, I am wealthy. And, and just, you know, think about 
imagine what that would, um, this is just coming through right now, but just imagine what comes to your mind when you think, I am wealthy. Hmm. You know, I mean, it could be, you know, it could be traveling first class. It could be having that family. It could be hanging out at the beach. There's all kinds of things. Yeah, that is so cool. Because it is often put into money. Now we're gonna we're we're gonna head to break, and we'll talk more about this because there's just it's just phenomenal. So thank you, Marbeth, and we'll be right back. All right. your better business achieve that goal make good on that resolution the voice america empowerment channel it's your world motivate change succeed are you curious about entities have you always wondered if you have a special gift with entities join me glenice hughes in this phenomenal two-day class gifts talents and capacities with entities it will assist you in expanding and exponentializing your awareness and mastering your communication with entities I will be taking this class around the world I will be in Winnipeg July 2013 Lloydminster September 2013 Ireland April 2014 and if you would like to host me in your city, please contact me. I would love to hear from you. For more information, go online at www.glenyce.net. Would you like to change the impossible in your life to possible? Book a one-to-one infinite possibility session with myself, Glenice Hughes, and I will invite you to access all your magic and possibilities beyond what you could have ever imagined possible. Is now the time to create a life beyond anything you've ever imagined? This session is available over the phone, in person, and using Skype. For more information on this session or any of the others that I offer, please go online to www.glenyce.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Well, welcome back, everybody. I hope you took some time to really. Look at what your wealth is. What does wealthy mean to you? When you look at it the way that Marbeth put it, what's your what's your highest value? Is it family? Is it friends? Is it is it business? Is it career? What is it for you? 
And would you be willing to let everybody around you have theirs be what it is for them instead of assuming it has to be the same as yours? So, all right, Marbeth. So tell me, if if somebody is feeling stuck in, let's say, in their relationship, in their in their marriage, what can they do just as an at-home thing for themselves? That's a good question. I generally find that people get stuck in their relationships, in their in their career or their finances because they've experienced a hurt or a loss or if they've experienced if they have some limiting beliefs or and I know you're familiar with this too that there may be some energetic blockages. There may be something um from their past, from a past life or um they may be carrying other people's energetic uh, baggage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know that one. I found about 85% of my clients are carrying other people's stuff. But I think, you know, in general, you might want to take a look at, is there something that has occurred in my past? I know maybe it's the loss of a relationship, the loss of a loved one in, in some way, or perhaps, you know, the a, a lifestyle uh, loss or uh, even... You know, very often in in relationships, I uh, know very common for women, we lose ourselves. Have you ever experienced that? I have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we lose our, our self-esteem. We lose, uh, you know, just we may feel that we're getting older and, and we've lost our youth. We may feel that, you know, we are, we've lost our beauty or our sexiness. So these are all losses. And I generally find there's a correlation between loss and and um, and loss and being stuck. So what I would suggest is just getting out a pen and paper and taking a look, you know, just noticing, is there something that may have triggered this? You may feel that, well, yeah, I lost my mom last year, but I dealt with that. You may have dealt with it at the time or thought you dealt with it, but there, there's generally other layers that come up and they need to be addressed as well. So I feel it's really important to just take a look and see what's going on and not not stick your head in the sand and pretend that it didn't happen or resisting your feelings. You need to allow yourself to feel. And very often we don't feel. So um, I would say the first thing is to look and then to allow yourself to feel. And you can also at the same time imagine things going well for yourself. So instead of focusing on your stuckness, focus on something really positive. So you're, you're, you're actually leading a, a, uh, an attack, <coughs> excuse me, in a couple of different directions. One, you're not ignoring what's going on in, in your energetic body. You're looking at it. You're looking to see, could I possibly be stuck because of something that happened? But at the same time, you're going to focus your energy on how you would like things to be and and just kind of imagine as if it's already there and spend some time really feeling that. So you, you've got a couple of prongs going on at the same time. Wow, that's great. And and so when you're talking about, you know, so they, they list out maybe what their, their losses are, what comes to mind when they're looking at at that and just just to just to kind of allow themselves the like give themselves permission to feel that loss is that 
I feel it's important. You know, sometimes when you've experienced a loss, like four years ago on Valentine's Day, I lost my sweetheart to a heart attack, and it was devastating. It was really overwhelming at the time, and I was very, very grateful that I had tools. But there was a choice at the time that I had to make, and that was, am I going to release this now, or am I going to curl up in a ball of grief? And there's nothing wrong with curling up in a ball of grief if that's what you're guided to do. However, if you, you know, I I chose, because I have tools, to release the emotions as they came up and smacked me in the face. And, And it was really a blessing because that's when I recognized that uh, this is my purpose. It's to help people release their their um, their hurts, their pains, their losses, their limiting beliefs, and move into that state of of joy and freedom. And and as I did that, I realized, you know, as I was releasing the emotions, the stuckness was disappearing for me. And I've noticed that with my clients. So I correlated it. And I find it's really important to just take a look and see. And um, I have I have a gift for your listeners, which is called um, it's called a, um, the Seven Steps to Get Unstuck and Unlock Your Joy, and that's on yourjoyjourney.com. And in that, you there's actually it's it there's um, I guess a manual of going through and and just looking at all of these. Um, questions, just answering the questions on the way through, and it'll give you a clear idea of what's going on. You know, what have you not been looking at? What have you been resisting? And and these things show up in a lot of ways because you may find that you're not sleeping. You may find that your your um, appetite, you've lost your appetite, or you've gained an appetite, or it's you know, you can you have all these indicators in your body because our bodies love us so much, Glynis. They love us, you know that. And they're always giving us messages. And we need to start to tune into those messages because our bodies are, are really, they have an antenna into what's the best uh, plan for us. And when we, we don't listen to those messages, if we ignore um, we, we find ourselves um, maybe becoming a shopaholic or, or uh, you know, just becoming a workaholic or um, alcoholic or, you know, just totally becoming obsessed w- or, or needing to um, follow cravings. It's just your body saying something's wrong here. You need to address it. You know, our bodies. Well, they love us, and they really want us to be happy and joyful, and and they want us to be to be what we want to be. They want us to have our relationships, our career, our finances flowing. And when they're not, you may notice that you have these clenching in your gut or the heaviness in your chest. So it's good to look at that and and really tap into what your body's saying. I don't know if I'm being clear enough. Oh, absolutely. And and I speak of it a lot myself and just really recognizing that your body is 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 a part of you. Like lots of times and I know for myself prior to really getting on this journey, I just really saw it as this sack I had to drag along with me. <laughs> 
instead of recognizing that it's a part of us and it's really something that it could be like our best friend if we're willing to to commune with it and and listen to it and honor what it's asking for. Yes, I remember that when when I interviewed you on The Great Metamorphosis, we spoke about that. I totally remember that. And yes, it's so important. So... You know, if, you, if you're feeling like you're stuck in your relationships or your business or your career or your finances, that's one aspect that you may not have even thought about. You may have thought, well, I've already dealt with that, you know. Uh, my dad died or my mom died, and, you know, and that's the past. But you may still be carrying that energy in your body. So do yourself a favor and, and check in and see if, you know, any of these these uh, situations are still in your energy body. Um, it's also possible that you may have some, and I want to share something really fun with, with our listeners today, and that is how to discover what your limiting beliefs are. You know, it's, it's, um, it's really easy, and I, I've studied so many different modalities that had great ways of releasing are limiting beliefs, but they didn't really show you how to figure out what they were. <laughs> I don't know if you've experienced that, but I've had at least three different modalities that gave me lists of, you know, well, you know, go through this list and see. You know, so it's sort of, you know, kind of a scattergun technique where you're, you're, you're trying, you know, you have the technique to release it, but you don't know exactly what your belief is, and if you missed you know, it wasn't on the list. Well, <laughs> you have an issue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So the easy way to do this is to figure out whether, you know, in your business, you know, maybe you've, you've looked at hurts and losses and it doesn't resonate with you. It doesn't feel as if that might be affecting your business, but you're still feeling stuck there. So it may be that you have limiting beliefs or beliefs about being successful it may be that you have beliefs about money, that money is bad people have money. You know, they're, they're the ones with money are bad and they abuse the people who don't have it. Whatever your beliefs are about it, they may be holding you back. So if you can also just write down, I am so stuck in my business, and then you use the word because. Now, because opens you up to looking at all the things that pop into your head and the reasons that you're stuck are your your limiting beliefs. So those are your beliefs that you now know what they are and then you can release them. Well, that's easy. I know. <laughs> I'm all about easy goonies. <laughs> wow, that's brilliant. I, I hear you. I hear you. So do do we need to know why we're stuck to clear it? No. I don't feel that at all. I find, you know, the way that that I work, which is very body-centered, is feeling things in the body. If you have a heaviness in your chest, it doesn't matter if it's because, you know, you lost, you know, a loved one or you're feeling, you know, maybe not so good about yourself. You might be grieving or you're feeling sadness. But if you can just go in and feel the feeling... And just allow yourself to feel that feeling and just be in the center of it. 
it's going to dissipate. It doesn't stick around. It just needs you to acknowledge it, and then it'll start to shift and release. Now, if you have a lot of stuff in your body, you may, <laughs> you may keep you busy for a while. But <laughs> you, you might need to take some time off of work to get this done. No, <laughs> that, that's why people come to you and me. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Saves them having to take vacation time from work. <laughs> oh, and, and, you know, I, I really would like the, the listeners to, to hear that. Because a lot of times when we have something come up energetically for us or an emotion or whatever it may be, if it isn't something that we've defined as good, we go into resistance. And lots of times it's it's unconscious resistance. It's like as the moment it comes up and it doesn't feel good or we perceive it as bad or negative, we push it away. And so what you're saying is like just sit in it. just Just be with that energy and it will dissipate quicker often well always quicker than if you keep resisting and pushing it down and, sure. and kind of sending it away well we know the the saying what you resist persists and you don't want that to re, you know you don't want to keep that around so don't resist it just allow yourself to feel it just allow it and and you know you can surround it with love just imagine there's a pink cloud all around it and you're just sending it so much love and appreciation because the truth is that everything that that presents in life is an opportunity to grow. It's all a gift. And it's so interesting that so seldom do we perceive it as a gift. We may think, oh, my God, this is awful. You know, like when I lost my sweetheart to a heart attack you know it seemed like a really really horrible thing and and it was however there was so many wonderful gifts in that experience all the people that reached out to me with love and the realization that i could release the emotions as they came up and the gift that Oh my gosh, here's my purpose. Who knew? Wow. What an absolute gift. Yes, it was it was a total gift. And the beautiful thing was it wasn't very long before there wasn't anything left but love. I didn't have the grief, I didn't have the pain. I had the love and I had the beautiful memories. And, you know, there is no death, really. And so, you know, our loved ones are still around us. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my work as as a medium, I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so there. And what, you know, I work with a lot of people with, with, who are, in grief and and kind of working their way through it, or some of them maybe right. aren't even working their way through it. You know, do you have any anything that could help them, or anything they could do at home that are in that grief that you could give them as a suggestion, or something that you did that worked? Yes, definitely. Um, you know, one of the things that I did, I, I have so many different um, release techniques. I found tapping was was really wonderful because it it was the physicality of it 
and it, it was something that was almost mindless. I could feel the feeling, and just you could just tap on your collarbone, and just you know, just even though I'm feeling this feeling, I still love and accept myself, and it's okay what I'm feeling. Just to be able to allow yourself to feel the feeling, and as you're feeling it, love and accept yourself, and tapping, it goes really fast. It's the easy, it was an easy way to release it for me. Um, also, just to be very, very gentle with yourself. You're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days. It's just the way it is. And if you just can, just allow yourself to be where you are. You know, I used to fall asleep on the couch watching TV. Not something that I normally do, but I needed that escape. And I honored myself. It was okay. Just know that where you are is okay. Your loved one is there. They love you. And you know that if the experience was past, you know, it was the opposite, you would want them to to move through the grief. So just honor where you are. Listen to what your body's telling you. and And just be very, very gentle on yourself. Oh, that's such that's such great words of wisdom, Marbeth, because there's so many so many times people go into judgment of themselves for what they require to get through the grief or to, to cope with the grief. And and that's certainly what I hear from those on the other side saying to my clients, saying, please just be gentle, be kind. It's okay that you still have my urn. It's okay that you still, you know, sleep with with my pillow or whatever it might be, because it's not it, it's every one of us is individual in terms of what we require and, and allowing ourselves to have that. It's, oh, it's so great. Thank you so much. Now we're going to go to break and we will be back to talk more wonderful awesomeness with Marbe. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Would you like to change the impossible in your life to possible? Book a one-to-one infinite possibility session with myself, Glenice Hughes, and I will invite you to access all your magic and possibilities beyond what you could have ever imagined possible. Is now the time to create a life beyond anything you've ever imagined? This session is available over the phone, in person, and using Skype. For more information on this session or any of the others that I offer, please go online to www dot g-l-e-n-y-c-e dot net Are you curious about entities? Have you always wondered if you have a special gift with entities? Join me, Glenice Hughes, in this phenomenal two-day class Gifts, Talents, and Capacities with Entities It will assist you in expanding and exponentializing your awareness 
and mastering your communication with entities. I will be taking this class around the world. I will be in Winnipeg, July 2013, Lloydminster, September 2013, Ireland, April 2014. And if you would like to host me in your city, please contact me. I would love to hear from you. For more information, go online at www.glenyce.net. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we were talking about grief, and Barbeth, I wonder if you can you can share some ways that people if they're just feeling maybe a little bit down or a little bit depressed how can they how can they create more joy or choose more joy oh i'm about to share one of my favorite favorite exercises <laughs> yay um, <laughs> i was in india a couple of years ago and i got sick and i was writing a book at the time um and it was full of meditations and and exercises, and I opened up my computer at this time when I was sick and feeling kind of down, which it wasn't, it didn't, it's not a normal state for me. Usually I'm up, and like you. <laughs> and and I opened my computer, and it was look, I, like I was reading another language. I couldn't comprehend what I had written. I was, I was at a different vibrational frequency, and it was like I was looking at Greek, <laughs> Russian, or you know, I was, I, and I was shocked. And then I had the realization: this is a really great thing because if someone who was down or depressed had opened my book, they wouldn't relate to it at all. It's a different vibrational frequency. So what to do? I realized I needed a bridge, and this bridge exercise is phenomenal because it can shift you into. A, an amazing place almost instantly and if if it's okay with you I'd love to take our listeners through that exercise absolutely I would love that it's called getting big <laughs> and if you just sit back and relax and and take a couple of deep breaths into your belly and then just imagine yourself getting big so you could be like Alice in Wonderland, your body's growing and, and just expanding, or you could just let your awareness expand. And as your awareness expands, it's now bigger than your residence or the building where you are, and it's still expanding, and now it is bigger than your city. You are bigger than your city, and you're still growing. And now you're big, bigger than your state, and bigger than your country, and bigger than your continent. It's amazing how quickly you can grow. 
(laughs) And now now you're bigger than the earth. And you're still expanding, and now you're bigger than the whole solar system. You can hold the earth in your hand. Just feel how wonderful it is to be so expanded. And feel the love of who you are. You are love. The essence of who you are. And you're still expanding. You're still expanding. Now you are bigger than the Milky Way. And still growing. And feel the love inside of you growing as well. Send that love out to everything in the universe because now you're bigger than the universe. You're bigger than the universe. And it feels so expansive. This is the essence of who you are. You're bigger than all the universes. You are pure love. You are pure joy. You are pure light. You are infinite possibilities. From this vantage point, look at the challenges that you gave your power away to that felt so much bigger than you, that made you feel small and diminished. Look how much bigger you are than they are. From this space of infinite possibilities, there are infinite ways that you can shift situations, just opening yourself to possibilities and allowing, allowing a different perspective, a different view. So just feel what it feels like to be so vast and limitless. No boundaries, no limits. Just love and joy and peace. It's all there is. And when you're ready, you can come back into your body. You can wiggle your fingers and your toes, but keep that that vast, immense feeling with you. You don't have to be limited to your body. You're so much more than your body. This is who you are. Remember who you are. And we're back. Wow, that was great. I love this. It's my favorite. (laughs) Oh, especially looking back at what you've made significant, you know, looking at a at something you've defined as a problem or an issue. I mean, all of a sudden it's like, ha, huh, that? Huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all a matter of perspective. And you can shift your perspective by just asking to see things differently, by opening up to another possibility, by shifting into the, the quantum field, which you can do with just a question, as you know. It's it's easy. So you don't have to limit yourself to to being small and diminished and sad and and depressed. You can you can open yourself up to other possibilities. Is there another way I can see things? Wow, How can which... it get better than this? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorites. <laughs> I know. 
actually brings me to, you know, when you say, how can, how can I see it different? Like that, that to me is so empowering. So do you have anything for people who are feeling victimized? Like they're feeling disempowered. Do you have anything? Yes, absolutely. Again, it's a choice. You can choose right now to see things a different way. And if you decide to to step into a place of responsibility for your thoughts, you're going to leave that feeling of powerlessness behind. It may be kind of scary to step into a place of responsibility because like, oh my God, now I'm responsible for me. Well, guess what? (laughs) That's how you can create happiness and joy. Just by stepping into a place of responsibility and deciding, I can see this differently. I may have felt like this person hurt me, but by my staying a victim, I'm keeping them chained to me. I'm dragging them along in leg irons. And you don't want to do that. Let it go. Let them go. Not about it's not about them. You think, well, if I let them go, then then uh, they're not, they're going to get off scot free. You're going to get off scot free. It's not about them. It's not about them at all. It's about you letting go. It's not condoning what anybody did. It's not saying what they did is okay, and you don't have to be their friend. It's just saying, okay, I'm not going to be a victim anymore. I'm going to choose to be powerful in my world, I'm going to choose to create something different. Wow. Wow. I love that. I love that. Wow. Now, we've got a few minutes before the end of the show. I would love if you can share with people how they can create more joy in their life. Oh, well... There are actually some some traits that happy people have. And they don't sweat the small stuff. They hang around with other happy people. They live life with a purpose. Actually, this is really amazing, Glenice. There was a recent study that came out from UCLA on happiness. They tested people who were happy. They test they divided them into two groups. They have people who lived life with a purpose, and they have people who lived life hedonistically. They call it hedonic happiness as opposed to eudaimonic happiness, which is living life with a purpose. And what they discovered was the people who lived life with a purpose, who, like Mother Teresa, you know, people who, who lived, served with a, from a place of joy, they have had a stronger immune system. They had less inflammation in their genes. Isn't that amazing? Wow. I know. It's been proven scientifically. So one of the things that you can do to create more joy is to to live a life of purpose, to, to think about what can you do to help other people. And or, or uh, animals or whatever the planet, and you know what is it that you could do to be you know to be living more purposefully, to be of service in some way, and I thought that was really quite eye opening. Uh, you can to become more joyful. You can sing, you can dance, you move to 
just just move, you know, go out in nature, ex- walk around, experience what it feels like to have your bare feet on the ground, although it's probably cold where you are at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are not in Florida. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. But, you know, so you can, um, a gratitude is an amazing way to feel more joy. Just, and even, you know, and this was kind of interesting, too. Um, the book that I'm writing, uh, The Joy Strategy, 31 Days to Health, Wealth, and Happiness, have different exercises in there. And one was to feel, really appreciate yourself and to um, make, a, make a list of everything that you ex- appreciate about yourself. And I, you know, that was kind of eye-opening for me because as much of the work as I've done, I was finding it hard to think of things, you know, after I got to about six or seven things, I was getting stuck. And I thought, well, this is interesting. I can do a gratitude list in general, but when it comes about me, I'm getting stuck. And, you know, and I thought, oh, well, you know, if I had to criticize myself, I could probably write down a bunch of stuff. (laughs) You know, interesting, Uh right? So, but then as I started to do it more, you know, things were just popping up during the day. Things would just pop into my head. It's like, hey, write this one down. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so that's a really wonderful way to start to love and appreciate yourself more. Can't help but make you happier. Yeah, that that is, wow, I love that, especially the, the gratitude and appreciation list for yourself. Because, yeah, I could see where that, you know, listing all the things in, in my life I'm grateful for, but listing everything about me I'm grateful for. I'm I'm doing that when we get off this call. <laughs> I know. It's, it's in, I, I'll tell you, it was enlightening for me because I was so shocked. It's like, oh, my God, <laughs> here's another area to work with. <laughs> oh, that's so great. So great. Well, I just thank you so much, Marbeth, for coming on the show. And I want to remind the listeners Go to yourjoyjourney.com and get the free gift. Thank you so much for that. From Marbeth, seven steps to get unstuck and unlock your joy. And you will then be on her mailing list and then you will know when her book comes out. When is, is there kind of an idea when that will be out, Marbeth? I'm looking around the first of the year that it'll be published. It's going to be a hardcover first before an ebook. So yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited so, yes. about it. That's great. Well, thank you again so much. Thank you, listeners, and we will talk to you next week. And thank you again, Marbeth. I'm so grateful. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you. again for joining us living in the magic of possibilities can be heard every thursday at 6 p.m eastern time 3 p.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel please join glenise hughes for another edition of our program next week